0: Hello and welcome to Coffee and Jesus, Session 4. This is the second part or second half of suicide and depression. I'm your host, Jael Penn, coming to you from the great awesome, very cold right now and characteristically cold state of Texas. It's about 30 degrees outside and we normally don't have this weather, but I'm actually loving it because I am a girl from the Midwest. If we had some snow, it would be perfect, but you know, hey, can't have everything. As the body of Christ, we haven't done a good job of helping people who are mentally ill or chronically depressed. There's no place for judgment because the truth of the matter is we could be one life event away from a mental breakdown or spiritual crisis. We've got to do better about reaching out to others when they're clearly hurting. Some people just can't get over it. In fact, that is the last thing you should tell someone. People need help during a crisis. And if you're not the one to help them, please refer them to someone who can. Take the time to listen to others without judgment. Pray about how to respond when someone reaches out. Let the Holy Spirit guide you on when and how and where to take action. Don't ignore the warning signs. So what are the warning signs that someone may be suicidal? They can have a change in their eating or sleeping habits, too much or too little or not at all. They become rebellious. There's a change in their personal appearance. For example, they used to, um, they had good hygiene They wore really nice clothes and now all of a sudden, they're not bathing, they're not shaving, they look disheveled. There are changes in their personality. They start to withdraw from their friends, their normal activities. They begin to give away stuff that they would normally treasure. They're too cheerful. They have violent outbursts or they start engaging in risk-taking behavior like promiscuous sex, um, getting drunk all the time, those types of things. Those are some warning signs. Now, the word of God is so awesome. It has the answer for every problem. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected in. Romans 12, 2 says, and be not conformed to this world. But be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Know you not that you are a temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you. If you are a parent, pray for your children, youth pastors, teachers, and school counselors. We have got to be proactive. The enemy is after our young people. He's after our minds. We can pray that what the enemy meant for evil, that God will turn it around for good. We need to equip our youth with the word of God and with practical strategies of how to deal with bullying, of how to deal with rejection when dating and all these other things. We need to have some real life, real talks with our children. I myself am praying for revival in this country because right now there is a veil of deception over our millennials. The enemy wants our kids from infancy to young adulthood. So let's encourage and embrace our young people. The kids want answers, they need answers, and we the adults have got to give it to them. We've got to have some really tough, maybe even embarrassing, uncomfortable conversations. If you yourself are suicidal, you need crisis intervention, medical attention, and professional counseling. You cannot do this on your own. Please, I'm begging you, please, please, please get help. There are counselors, psychiatrists, uh, suicide hotlines, rape crisis centers, in every major city and state. Someone will be there for you at one of these places. If someone close to you committed suicide, Please consider getting counseling for yourself to deal with your grief. Their choice was not your fault. You may not have been given any warning like when Saul committed suicide in a battle in the Bible. Suicide is not 100% cut and dry. I pray that your heart is healed from the event that hurt you. I'm going to leave you with 13 reasons why You should not commit suicide. Number one, Jesus loves you and he has a plan for your life. Number two, you are a son or daughter of the most high God. Number three, whether you believe it or not, someone cares for you. A parent, a coach, a neighbor, a younger sibling, someone. They will miss you terribly if you leave. Number four, you are worthy of a better chapter in your life than the one you are living right now. You are worthy of God's love. Number five, the trial you're going through is going to end. There is a way out. Help is available. I know the enemy wants you to think that there isn't, but he's a liar. Number six, the people in your environment will miss you, whether you believe it or not. Number seven, the consequence of suicide is worse than what you suffered. Number eight, Jesus can heal your emotional scars and wounds. He's already borne the pain on the cross. Number nine, you'll never know what you could have been, how your life could be different. If you kill yourself, you will miss the blessings that are coming. Number 10, your identity is in Christ, not what happened to you. Number 11, freedom can never be yours if you kill yourself. Number 12, talk to God, he's always listening. If no one else will listen to you, he will. And number 13, there is hope through the grace of Jesus. Let him transform you into what you were created to be. Your life isn't over until God says it's over. Life and death are in his hands. I pray for you peace, miracles and blessings. I pray that if you don't know Jesus, that you ask him into your heart. In fact, let's let's just pray right now and repeat after me if you don't know the Lord. Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to come into my life and take it over. I repent of my sins. Cleanse me from the inside out. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe that you are God. I believe that you died and rose again and I'm asking you to be the Lord of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are now saved and going to heaven. Welcome to the body of believers. Will your life be perfect from this point on? No, no, it will not. But now you have the power of the Holy spirit. Now you have the backing of almighty God. Now You have a family, a new family, a community of believers to lift you up and encourage you. Oh, I'm so happy for you if you prayed that prayer. God bless you. And thank you for tuning in to today's session of Coffee and Jesus. I hope you'll come back. Be blessed.